we're rolling. What's going on? This is the, uh, I guess, the trial run of the first episode of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace podcast. Uno, uno, numero uno. Numero yes. uno. And, uh, Inaugural edition. Yes. So I guess I will uh, introduce myself and then we will go counterclockwise. I myself, I'm, uh, I'm Jimmy Ferrari, Blast Furnace Productions. I am John Lamacchia, play guitar for Candiria, Spilacopa, and I own a record label. And what's the name of that record label, yeah, what sir? is it, Johnny? Rising Pulse Records. Mm-hmm. That sounds angry. <laughs> <laughs> Did My it? pulse is rising. I'm yeah. getting angry. <laughs> Come on. And I'm Jeff from Lucky 13 Saloon. I have a band, Eyes of the Sun, and I'm an all-around okay guy. Yeah, yeah. some say. Yeah. And then we have our first ever guest on yes. this uh, inaugural edition. Would you like to introduce yourself, uh, sir? My name is Michael Scandato. Uh, I sing for a band called Inhuman and a band called The Last Stand. And I like sunsets and walks on the beach. Hmm. Who doesn't? Yes, we yeah. do. Yeah. Right. And, and real quick, just uh, she's just sitting in real quick for our first episode. Eventually, I will have her on in a full capacity. But uh, why don't you introduce yourself, little lady? Who are you? Alexa. And who are you, Alexa? Jimmy Starter. Yay. <laughs> Do you like hardcore music? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Thank you for being here, honey. <laughs> thank you for the drawings you made me. Yes, thank yeah, you thank so you much. For the yes, she, Appreciate uh, it. she drew a couple of pictures for all three of these guys, and uh, I thought it was a really nice gesture. Yes. It was very nice. Very <laughs> sweet. You rule, kid. So, what's going on? What are we, what are we, uh, what are we talking about today? Um, I don't know. I was, this is obviously. Like I said before, it's like a trial run. Um, there's going to be basically no direction to this. There's be specific things that we will talk about on occasion, but no in particular order, like such as future Blast Furnace shows here at the prestigious and luxurious Lucky 13 Saloon oh. here at, uh, nice. in lovely Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, things like that. Um, you know, obviously, whatever Candiria has going on, what the record label has going on, other shows here at Lucky 13. Today, Mike will be plugging his uh, the future release of the new Last Stand EP. Yes, and and, and, uh, and uh, new and human music. New and uh, human music. And, uh, see that? See that? That's that's breaking yeah, that's, news. That's, that's that's breaking I didn't even know about. News. Yeah, and um, the other my podcast that I do with my kill of tombs called uh, Necromaniacs Podcast. Yes, for all the horror fans out there. Yes, it's very a, cool a horror podcast we do. Yeah, and then uh, I, th- I think that other things will just happen pretty much naturally. Sure, whatever absolutely. you know, we're all we're all kind of like of the same ilk and sense of humor and all like horror stuff and mm-hmm. things like that. So. You know, I think as this thing goes on, we will be evolving into whatever it is that we are actually going to be, I think. Will we be discussing how this all kind of came to be and what our future plans are? I think think we should just touch on that right now because that's a beautiful opening Just touch it a little bit. Just touch touch it a little bit. Yes, just a little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit. Get a little bit excited. Right, a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. everybody likes that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, All right, I guess, see, all right, I guess I'll just start real quick. Um, It's all you. Hmm, going back long time ago. I used to work at a, at, a, at a bagel store here in Brooklyn in the early, early, early 90s. And myself and the men right to my right used to actually work together. This was like 1991, 1992, something yep. like that. Um, back then, I believe Candiria wasn't even, or you weren't even in Candiria. I wasn't in the band. They, they just formed in 92. You were doing Dead Air at the time. Yes, I was in Dead Air and uh, I was doing nothing. <laughs> I was doing nothing but drinking a lot and just being an all-around limelight goer knucklehead. Yeah. Um, and working at a bagel store. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I was 17, mm-hmm. so 16, something like that. So, you know, not a care in the world. So, I was doing that. That is also where I met the gentleman that is sitting right in front of me, yes. Mr. Michael Scandato. Mm-hmm. I was a, a big patron of the bagel store, as, as was John before he started working there. <laughs> yes. Correct. And uh, yeah, that's how I met Jimmy and some other great, cool people. Yeah. In that place. I know a lot of people still to this day from just working in that store who used to come in and out. Even, even Michael's brother, Kevin, used to mm-hmm. come in there. I used to remember exactly what he got. He would walk in and. I would just get him what he wanted, his large coffee with no sugar. I still remember that. How? I have no idea. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so uh, that was a long time ago. And then from there, I mean, life just happened. You know, I went to the service, this, that, and the other thing. But then somehow or another, through the music and through, obviously, now social networking and stuff like that, we all kind of got back together. But the music 
was basically what the common us, thread. Yeah, the basically. common thread that gelled us all together, and that's why I know these guys for over twenty years. Yeah, yeah. I I started seeing you again at shows in like oh five oh six some, yes. somewhere around there. Yes, and. and uh, yeah. yeah, I saw you at it was the Black and Blue Bowl. I think it was 2006 or seven, mm-hmm. and it was the first time I seen you in a long time. And you came over to me and you were like, "Yo, I have something of yours." I'm like, what do you have? That's right. And you were like, "I have like three VHS, VHS bootlegs of Sick of It All live." And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, "No way!" Because it was yes. always in the back of my head. What the hell me. ever happened to these videotapes? Mm-hmm. Right. And here's Mike. He's like, "Oh, I have them. I thought I they were long gone. It was like the last Rash Bash you had yes, last from Lamar's." And like two sick of it all bootlegs. One was the Alive in New York City home video. <laughs> Correct. Uh, that was one too. Yeah. And, and a sick of it all. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's funny how like I thought those were long. Gave gone. him back to him. He was very, Gave him back happy. to me. That's awesome. That doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't happen a lot. And I burnt them to DVD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So I mean, that's how I met these guys. It's like a little bit of a history of me. Um, right. I guess. Uh, well, my yeah. my history, as Jimmy explained, my history with Jimmy is as he explained it. Um, my history with Jeff, uh, I used to, I met Jeff when he opened the bar and I used to live a few blocks away um, in uh, South Park Slope. Yep. And uh, I came to Lucky 13 in the old location for the first time and uh, just fell in love with the place and then we just became friends. Yeah, you, then, did, a, you did a Candaria uh, release party there. Right. When, uh, right. When, um, right. Yeah, when the album came out, you guys did a party in there. We just became fast friends after yeah. that. And I then grabbed started... Melody's boob, and that was yeah. it. You loved me. <laughs> oh, nice yeah. move. Yeah. Nice move yeah. there. There's yeah. still a picture of that somewhere. No, totally. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's hanging up in, on the door. Or yeah. Ambitious. Yeah. yeah. Ambitious move. And Carly's in the photo looking yeah. at my hand like, yeah, yeah. baby. It's hysterical. <laughs> but uh, yeah, then uh, you asked me to uh, do a guest shift here. Yeah. And uh, I think it was Miguel who said... I remember hearing this like I was I was with you guys, but I wasn't like standing next to you guys. And I think Miguel was like, "You you know you're gonna hire him, right?" And I remember <laughs> I was like, "Oh snap, that's a great idea!" Yeah, yeah. And then the next thing you know, I started working at the bar, and uh, you we know, turned Johnny into an alcoholic. He totally, was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. John was not a big drinker. No, no he was I not. didn't drink at all. No, I didn't no, drink at all. No, I used to all. sit at the bar, and he used to have to get me like literally a Shirley Temple yeah. or like a cranberry and <laughs> seltzer yeah. and it was like kind of funny yeah. but I really was I was that guy I mean Mike Mike remembers no this. you never drank back in the day no. I never did I never did anything and uh, yeah thanks wish thanks, I Jeff. could say that thank yeah. you Jeff yeah, no problem man appreciate no problem. that Glad thanks <laughs> well, I remember, dude, I, remember the, I remember the transition though going from not for, I remember your transition from going from not drinking to like walking in and you like you got like a glass of whiskey like yeah. with ice I'm like you know that's a big I mean usually you start out with beer or whatever no no straight to yeah, the freaking whiskey whiskey with ice is for pros yes. it's yeah, not yeah, it's no. not the the introductory drink or the the novice beer drinker drink or anything no well it, it really is when you think about it it is exactly what you would expect from someone to go from like doesn't do anything at all yeah extremes you know yeah. one extreme yes. to like no he doesn't even do all he does is smoke cigarettes yeah and he's quitting that too yeah to boom full on you know, so last week Johnny tried crack for the first time. I so. did. Oh, I did. Yes. 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 How did that yes. work out for you? It was no, good. It's it good. good. So he's a crackhead now. You go, you go yeah. all in. I, yeah. I was all one in. thing all I was going to promote today. If anybody needs anything, you can just hit me up at my email address. <laughs> uh-huh. And I got five dollar bundles. Yeah. Five dollar oh, bundles. Awesome. Do you call them bundles? I don't even know. You got jumbos. I got five dollar jumbos. Never dipped into that pool. Not myself. No. Uh, but then, uh, oddly enough, my history with the man sitting diagonally across from me, me and Mike go way, way back. We go back yeah, to... Close call. Before that. Well, how about 1979? <laughs> yeah. We know each other since we're, how about we're, that? since we're like How about kindergarten? pre-kindergarten? Yeah, yeah pre-kindergarten. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, so. we lived two, three blocks away from each other. Mm-hmm. And yep, yep. Uh, we, I don't know how exactly we started seeing each other, but I, I guess the... The tie was Tommy Trippy. Yeah, exactly. Right? Our, our, mm-hmm. We both shared a friend. Right. And then we became best friends as Tom well. Tom and John lived on the same block. I lived like about a block or two blocks away. Right. And I was in grade school with Tom Trippy. Mm-hmm. And you were, Tom were friends. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, we all kind of became friends together. Right. We all started becoming musicians together. Literally right. like the same year, 86. Right. John and Tommy picked up guitars. I picked up a bass. And, you know, we, we were off and running. Right. Pretty crazy. And then what was it? Was it like a year later or two years later? We, we were like, let's form a band. Yeah. And, and oh, no. Yeah. yeah. We, we were really into music. Mm-hmm. Very into music. Because a lot of our other friends were into sports, right? Yeah. 
in sports, we, we didn't, it wasn't really our thing. Mm. Like, you know, like, and I myself wasn't very good at sports. Mm. I just loved the music. I was obsessed mm. with music. And it was, you know, totally was immersed in it. But, you know, heavy metal. I mean, yeah, as, right. as a young kid. And then... Uh, I think that's the way it goes, though. Like, yeah. a lot of kids, like, you're into sports or you're into music. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially like, back then. Yeah. Very true. Same here. I mean, and, me and Tommy played some street hockey. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was well, like... everybody did that. Like, yeah. Oh, let's go out and we'll play stickball. Right. We'll play right. this. Right. We'll right. go right. play right. handball. Street, street sports. Yeah. We weren't, yeah. like, going to go school. Go to the park and throw a football yeah. around, but right. nothing, like, organized. Yeah. Right. Like, no, yeah. anytime I, Same here. I know anytime like, I tried to join, like, a team, I fucking embarrassed the shit out of myself. <laughs> <And> that, <laughs> right. it, it evolved into, into, like, BMX bikes. Right. We were yeah. very into BMX. And then that went from BMX into skateboarding. Yeah, we started And it went to skateboarding into hardcore punk rock. That's the exact run of how it all kind of started. Yeah, me and Mike were in our first bands together. Yes. Um, we, you know, we formed Atomic Fear. Wasn't that yes, the first the metal, band? The metal band. Yeah, Atomic we, uh, Fear. That's yeah. the first Fear I'm hearing about yeah. this one. We basically wow. played Black Sabbath covers. Yeah, Black Sabbath covers. Yeah, Sabbath covers. And, yeah, I just and, never uh, heard of that. I just never heard of yeah, that. And, uh, then, and then eventually we started from there. Um, I remember this conversation we had that you and Tommy came to me and were like, we want to play, we want to play hardcore music. We, me and Tom, like, lo- like we were in love with hardcore music. Yeah. We loved it. And John like, was reluctant. John yeah, was a little reluctant. Because I still, I wanted to shred, man. Yeah, he was yeah. more, he was, <laughs> he was like, you know, I, you know, let's stick with the metal, blah, uh-huh. blah, 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 blah. But he came around because certain mm-hmm. bands, yeah. I mean, it was, it was like pretty much the Cro-Mags was right. like, that was cinched it, it you know, mm-hmm. yeah. for John. And like me and Tom were a little more adventurous with some of the the other stuff, token entry, super mm-hmm. touch, and at that time know, the too, more there was at that time stuff. too. I'm sure there was a lot, there was a lot of crossover stuff happening. Yes, so yes, you had exactly. you know Crumb suckers, chromags, and yeah, you know, John like all that. Mm-hmm. And um, then we we met uh, Wayne. Well, That's well, right. actually, the singer Mark was about two years older than us. Cram and yeah, Cram, and he was friends with Wayne. They were the same mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he, and Wayne didn't like any hardcore at all. That was the really no, funny part. And he, he, he got into it too. It was just kind yeah. of funny how it all kind of happened. Do you remember that first jam in my basement when wow. Wayne played drums yes. for us for the first time and we heard he, what he we was could sound talented. like? Yes, that's the thing. Oh, he he was a really was, good drummer. That's probably one of the coolest memories I have mm. as far as playing music my entire life was that moment <laughs> with you yeah, in the yeah, basement. Yeah. And Wayne came over, he set up his drum kit and we started playing him, I guess, the intro. Yeah, yeah. And he just came into it and it was like, holy cow, that we are making... We're making rock original music, music. Yeah, like yeah. fifteen, sixteen-year-olds right making yeah. original music. And it was yeah. what an insane experience that was. That's an awesome feeling, and yeah. that's why it's always better. To, that's always good to play with people better than you because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you right, learn right. from it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, and he, he definitely was. Yeah, he, he was. He was. He was, he was the, great charmer. He was. A, he was into Rush, and he was into like you know. He what happened really, to him? Is he still playing now? He still plays music. Yeah, he still mm-hmm. plays music. Um, I mean, I played throughout the years with him. Yeah, up until other recently, he played on some of the Julie Christmas. Oh, really? The EP that we did for Coextinction for. Um, Andrew Schneider's label. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he played on a couple of those songs. Nice. And he played in a Family Plot and Crooked Man. All right. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I. Oh, Wayne, Wayne, Wayne. 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 Oh, oh, no that shit. Wayne. Yeah, that Wayne. Wayne. The Wayne. No shit. Unforgettable Wayne. Yes, yes, yes. And we yes. were we were a prolific bunch. We yeah. we made a lot of original songs in a, in a, about a year and year sure. and a half time. Oh, that's Absolutely. funny. I didn't realize he was around that long. He was, and we. We recorded at Don Fury twice, in, twice in one year, in, in a year, and we recorded everything live, and mm-hmm. you know that's really a chunk of our history, right there. Absolutely, I have none of those stories to tell because I was never in a band, well, <laughs> never in a band, and every, every so many people are like, how come you were never in a band? What's mm-hmm. wrong with you? You know, you're so into this stuff, you're so passionate mm-hmm. about this stuff, and for some reason, I don't know, maybe it's just not in the cards. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I back in the day, like when I was younger, like I picked up a guitar. I just think I don't have the patience for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it, but, like, I don't know. I just figured that I, f- I felt like my fingers just didn't bend that way. Gotcha. I don't know. I, just, gotcha. I didn't have the the dexterity or the patience for it. And then I was like, oh, I hear people, hey, you know, if you pick up a bass, it's only four strings, so it's easier. So on that <laughs> logic, which is not even logical, I'm like, all right. So I picked up one, and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. And then I sat behind a drum kit, and that was just a fucking shit show. It's the hardest one, in my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hardest, yeah. Definitely. So I was like, all right, if I was ever in a band, I would just have to yell at people. Right. But then, <laughs> then I'm the type of person that I can't really, I, I hate relying and depending on other people. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
I would throw everybody out of the band. That, I mean, that's hard in the, all the time. The older you get, the harder it is too. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Sure, like when sure, you're absolutely. young, when you're young, you know, you, you know, there's nothing much going on. I mean, guys have jobs and stuff like that. But it, you know, when you're you know 17, 18, as soon as like you're done with your job or whatever, you go. What else are you gonna do? You're gonna go fucking play. You know what right, I mean? And yeah. that was that was. Um, I mean, that kept me out of a lot of fucking trouble. Well, same here. Like, I mean, I was at shows all the time. I mean, my first ever show was at Lamore's mm-hmm. in. 19, the end of 1989, it was it was Anthrax, but they went under the alias Satan's Lounge Band. They did that every mm. December for like four years in a row. Yeah, they so I went there. That was on the State of Euphoria yeah. tour, mm-hmm. and I went. That was my first ever show. I went to a couple of shows, and then I mean, at the time, I was into like the metal and the Testaments and the early Metallicas and Suicidal Tendencies and all that shit. And then I went to Lemoore's to go see Suicidal Tendencies. And a lot of people that are listening to this probably already know this, but there's other people that, you know, never heard this, obviously. But I went to a show, and a lot of people know that getting into hardcore, you can either get in the punk rock way or the mm-hmm. metal way. Right. You know, yeah. I went in through the metal way. Right. So I went to Lemoore's to go see the lineup was in this order. It was White Zombie, Leeway, Suicidal Tendencies on the Lights Camera, on the Lights Camera yeah, Revolution. Yeah, I was at that, Joe. Yeah. That was so, a brutal show. Yeah, <laughs> so I went there. I watched White Zombie. Hardly anyone knew who they were. Uh-huh. They would know they weren't the White Zombie that they became to be. Correct. Um, then I had heard of Leeway, and I knew that they were a hardcore band, a crossover band, something like that. But I'd never seen them live, obviously. Never even heard them. And then Eddie came out, and they broke into the beginning of Rise and Fall, and that was the turning point for me right there. There was no looking back. Mm. Gotcha. No turning back. Yeah, they were, they were something back then, man. Yeah. Unbelievable so, band. And then there was that, and then... Um, yeah, man. So I was always at shows, always. And then from like from from like eighty nine, all the way up until like ninety five, and then I went into the military, and I was gone. I was out of the loop. There's no hardcore scene in Alaska. You but know what I mean? No. There's a music. There's a lot there's, of dudes into music, music, though, right? There's some. There's some bands out there. Well, there was. There wasn't. But in there any are ca- some. It, but it's not it, like but maybe, back in ninety five. Back in ninety six. No. Well, I went up <laughs> there know, in ninety seven, yeah. and it was like I'm busy. I'm in the service. There's certain things going on. It's not like I would go alone, like to uh, you know go check out a hardcore band. There was no internet at the time, mm-hmm. right. so mm-hmm. it's right. hard that who's right. playing in some rinky dink place I never even heard of, sure. six thousand miles away from sure. the Lower East Side of Manhattan. But wow. even still, was there a lot of dudes? I mean, a lot of military. I saw dudes. Quiet Riot up there. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> I did. Really? I great, did. There's dude. a lot of military. Chilku Charlie's Quiet Riot. There's oh, a lot well. of military dudes into music though. Like, were they like? Like, like we like trading cassettes with dudes and shit like that or no? No, no. no. <laughs> I didn't want anything to do with hardly anybody in the service because yeah. there was not that many people from like, like my part of the fucking. You know what I mean? They're like yeah. the East I guess Coast. it was like fucking Middle America. There was a lot of, and I'm not knocking them. But, you know, like, there's a lot of people from, like, Kentucky. I have nothing in common with you, dude. Yeah, like, I yeah, really don't. Yeah. Like, I got along with everyone. Cultural but differences there. Yes, but I'm not, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to go line dancing at the local fucking country bar. <laughs> yeah. It's not me, dude. I'm not doing it. I'd rather sit in my room and drink beers yeah. with a couple of, like, the very close, a couple of handful of people that I got along with. Mm-hmm. You know, so, but like, so I was kind of out of the loop for a while. Like, I missed like all the Castle Height days. Mm-hmm. I missed all of that just mm-hmm. because not not by choice. I mean, I was in the service. Right. But then once I came out, I got out in '99, and then I would say about a, two years later, I kind of started getting back into the scene. I had like an ex girlfriend at the time, and I was busy getting wasted, and there was other things obviously that was keeping me away from it for some reason. Then once I went back, I was like, Yo, man, like. Why did why did I ever leave this? Or, mm. You know what I mean? It just it drew me back in, mm-hmm. like right. So and now I've been stuck in it ever since. Once again, well, don't so. you have? Um, isn't there? Didn't I see a face pa- uh, Facebook page go up recently that has something coming soon, and you're involved in some kind of project or something like that? Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, it's never too late, my good man. That's right. <laughs> yes, your, uh, your, so, your musical endeavor. Yes. Yeah. So, so we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. We'll see. What, I mean, there's, there's, uh, do you have any information for us? about that yet or is it just a, no, this is just I, the, the I'm, nucleus I'm, of an idea and it's just that, really coming yeah, out of I'm it. just going to leave that one on the back burner right, cuz right. I'm not gonna, I, see me I like to put things out there and if I say I'm going to definitely do something I'm going to definitely do it mm-hmm. so once that gets a little once once it turns into a little something more then I'll announce that All right. cool. but I'm just not confident I'd be lying to myself or just mm-hmm. lying to everybody like oh check this out wait for this and then if it never happens eh if it does Cool. Starting a band from scratch mm. is yes. difficult. Yes. Starting a band from scratch when you're older probably even more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. But you know, I like to put a lot of shit on my plate and see if I can handle it. 
Mm. Yeah, yeah, but it's not even that. It's de- it's 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 dealing with other people. Right. You know what I mean? That's Especially what I older. Yeah, that's it's dealing with people. Listen, that's why I'm in a fucking three piece, and I love being in a three piece ah, because it's yeah, like, lucky. yeah, you know, we we you know we we lo- we had two guitar players for a while, and um, the guy left. He had family stuff or whatever, and, and he ended up leaving. And we looked for a second guitar player, mm-hmm. and we went through a couple guys, and then it was just like, why? You know yeah, what I mean? I'll just fucking turn up my bass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, See, for me, I'm in an interesting situation because I have, uh, in human, I play with three guys I've been playing with for nearly 20 years. Well, which, which well, makes Joe, I have been playing with for 20 years. Henry, almost 20, and Steve, almost 20. So, um, we, you know, there's no new guy. There's no, you right. know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's a family. Right. And in the last stand, I'm playing with three guys that are like my three younger brothers who I've known, again, for about 20 years or more. And we all click very well. Right. So it's like, I'm very fortunate in that respect. Mm-hmm. But if I do something new, you know, which I plan on, I, it's, I'm going to have to deal with new people and new ideas yeah. and a whole sure. new situation. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Sure. And it could but be, I enjoy the fact that I have the, the, the tight units that I have. Right. But what's cool about that could be fun for a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. and see how it goes. And what's good about getting older is you don't force it. You're not going to force it. Like, it's gonna, right. it'll happen naturally. And if it works, it works. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's what's good about... One good thing about getting older, you learn not to waste your fucking time with a good something, yeah. you know? A chunk of, of Candiria, you've been playing with John forever. So it's right. like, you know, you, you don't have to worry about like well you have some new guys but sure know, most sure. of the nucleus of the band isn't new you yeah know? it's true and even the guys that are new in the band they're they're they have been around the band long enough that mm. there is this like solidarity or this sort of connection that we do understand we, we 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 are able to manage our expectations of one another you know especially the fact once you bring kids into the picture once you have once once members of the band have children and stuff like that yeah, it's like, yeah. it becomes a whole new ball of wax and that's the thing i think that's most important for younger guys right now not that i'm going to get into this whole advice for younger musicians but managing expectations is like the most important thing that you really have to wrap your head around because you know it may not be possible to do all of the things that you would like to do in whatever time you want it, you're thinking of doing it it might take a lot longer because once you get older you know once again people have kids and they need to pay rent they need mm-hmm. health insurance yeah. they need all these things they need all these things that they don't yeah. they never knew they they were going to need or don't have any desire for but yeah. you know I, i've been working on stuff like that too like with me i have like this expectation mm. like i hold myself like to to a to a standard like of of some sort I'm not saying that I don't even know how to put this, but like sometimes like I, I've, I've been working on it. Sometimes I expect other people that like I'm doing whatever with mm-hmm. to have the same drive, time frame yep. and motivation as yep. me. Mm-hmm. And there's a few people I won't mention, nobody in this room, but that have been like, dude, like, like, did you ever realize that maybe people just aren't as passionate or have that right. kind of a drive right. like you? Yep. And me, I'm like... The first one to open my mouth, like, yeah, but why not? Like, right. nobody, nobody's getting younger. What, like, like, don't say you're going to do something mm-hmm. and then don't do it. Mm-hmm. Right. At least I would have more respect for you or and, and understand if you're like, yo, let me just wait on this and then I'll give you an answer. And if you say, no, you can't do it, then that's fine, well, and good. At least now I know. Right. So I have to go and, 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 and do whatever I need to do well, especially to this, make it happen. Like, I, like, like before, at this point. And that's part of my lack of patience. But right. at this point, too, like, don't waste anybody's fucking time. And that exactly. comes with, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, it's about time is, is precious. And, and as obviously, especially, we're all getting older and we realize you, that. You want to do what you want to do because there's a time frame. Exactly. You know? Right, absolutely. And you know what? what your first sentence about... You, you you can't expect people to feel the way you do. I can't. Right. can't. No. I can't. So I've been working on that. And I realize that. So I've been toning it down mm. as much as I possibly can. Fuck that. Don't tone it down. Just keep going with it. <laughs> well, and and like yeah, hold yourself, idea, but, hold yourself but, to it. Right. But just everybody right. else right. is everybody else. Yeah, exactly. everybody else is yeah. at their own pace. Right. Like I mean, listen, you know, I mean, it's kind of like you know, with doing Lucky Thirteen, if. If I had depended on anybody else, it wouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? Right. Like it was like you know, um, I was able to like I was fortunate enough to be able to build shit and do this kind of stuff and right. and whatever. Like so, and that's you know, and I feel like the only reason this happened is because of I was passionate about making it happen. Right. You know what I mean? It wasn't like we didn't have any. We had to like figure out. Luckily, my partner's good at finding ways to get money. You know what I mean? Right. And, and we ended up scrounging it together. But I mean, you have to be passionate about shit. That's the way shit's gonna happen. You're right. It's funny because during the, when we were making the Candiria record, the most recent one that came out on Metal Blade, 
Um, there were a lot of times where while I felt they were like, sleeping. While they were sleeping. Thank yes. you. On Metal Blade. Um, on, on Metal Blade, Blade Records. Yeah. Metal Blade Records. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but there were a lot of Google times. that. You can find it. It's on yeah. It's on every one of those, you know. Spotify. I was listening to it on Spotify platforms. yesterday, actually. You yeah. see the, all those platforms, you know, the oh. new Candiri record. Thanks, Once again. Guys. I'm going to smoke you. a cigarette here. I shouldn't, but it's a holiday, so it helped. Um, it's, like, hey, it's, it's a holiday, holiday cigarette. You know, do what yeah. you got to go. Yeah. So during that. My daughter's during, out there. I'm sorry. My, my daughter's right. out there making friends with Andrew, and Andrew just put Donald Duck on for her. Oh, Excellent. yeah, that's nice. Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. During that process, during the making of that record, um, you know, there were a lot of times when, you know, you know, we hand off the record to the mixing engineer and, you know, it took however many, it took like three months to mix Thanks, the album, man. which I thought was going to take like three weeks. Wow. <laughs> so, three mo- wow. so, you That's know, a long time, dude. but it was, it was very particular circumstances. You know, we mm. were told, look, this guy's going to mix your album in between. You know what I mean? It was, it wasn't anything that it just, I just didn't see that coming. And mm. I found myself in the same exact situation that. Jimmy recently found himself in when it came to other people's expectations and his amount of passion and drive and just like finally I just got to a point where I just had to let it go let I it had go, to just man. let go yeah, because I was literally I was, I was literally in the midst of like this like breakdown wow like, you know and I was just like I was like I just can't what the hell's happening? Why isn't this getting done? What the hell kind of why isn't anybody <laughs> else freaking out and I was and, and it took my girlfriend to be like listen you know what's happening right now? You're trying to control things that you cannot. Well, and this that's is, what this is not in your hands. It's not in your hands. Just let go. That's the and, that's the hard part about dealing with other people. Yeah, sure, you know sure. what I mean? Like, yeah, sure. You know, uh, you know. It, it's funny. Like I've thought about like with like with the bar and and you know other things. It's like shit. I wish I could just do it all on my own. I couldn't. If anything goes wrong, I can't. I'm gonna blame anybody but myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's like, but you can't do it all yourself. You right. need fucking people. So you sometimes you, you can't see like me, like booking shows. It's like I have to do my blast furnace thing myself hmm. because if, if a show fails or something fails or it can't be, then that's on me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's definitely different. And if it's successful, cool, then on to the next show. You know what I mean? But if it fails, it's on me. Yeah. So it's kind of maybe it's selfish in a certain way that I don't know. I don't know. It just, it just falls on me, and I'd rather it just fall on me than anybody else. Right. Because then, then fingers start getting pointed. And, but, but you know what I mean? So my booking my shows has to just be me. Well, you, you put your heart into it, and you, you, you promote pretty hard and, and well and, and do Except a good for this job. thing that might be coming to fruition very shortly. <laughs> then there's a couple of people involved. That's how that goes. Yeah, that's how that Before, when I was asking, when I was, when I was, saying maybe we should discuss a little bit how this came together. When I, what I was talking about was the podcast right. and how that all came together was because of the idea that when we recently got together and we discussed an idea of, can we talk about it? Should we say? I think we, yeah, we could talk about we, it, but, but let's not, we, we can't get into specific. Not, yeah, no we're, specific. We're trying to do a block party on, Lucky 13, on the block of Lucky 13, mm-hmm. um, but we're just waiting for permits to go through. When right. the permits go through, right. you know. So, tent, so tentative dates will be... Labor Day weekend. Yes. Right. September, September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Yeah. Right. Um, the, the, which is a Friday, Saturday, and a Sunday. Friday and Sunday will be shows in Lucky 13. Mm-hmm. Yep. Saturday, we shut down all of Sackett Street, and we have an all-out shit show festival vibe mm-hmm. block party. Awesome. Right. Outside, yeah. vendors, porta potties security, the whole deal. Outside stage, the whole deal. Yeah, right. that's how this all kind of came about, and, right. and we're... Just waiting for permits. Like, I, you know, dealing with the city is not fucking easy, so. And once those permits go through, then we already pretty much have the next step. And then once that next step happens, then I think everything will fall into place. Sure. Sure. So Sounds like it's going to be fun. I think that's all that we should really yeah, we talk about right Yeah, now. we won't get any further with it. We'll, 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 like, once the, once the permits go through, then we'll start putting it out there that we're going to do this because right. we're going to need bands and right. people and porta potties. And if you have a porta potty company, hit us up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you need yeah, those. Yeah, we'll, we'll put like your logo banner like on the side of the stage somewhere. No, we'll, you can have the porta potties and have your advertisement right on the front of the porta potty. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, uh, one Anybody? of the best inventions ever is, is the porta potty. Yes. Yeah, Nothing is. is better than yeah. the Q-tip. Ah, that's a that's a great invention. It's my favorite invention ever. Is the mm. simple the Q-tip the Q-tip. Q-tip. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Interesting. I'll take a toothbrush over the Q-tip. Q-tip. I guess you could use a Q-tip no, as a toothbrush. Then you, get, then you get cotton fibers in between your. Yeah, chips. I guess you could. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. So uh, so. Um, 
should we venture into the fact that today is President's Day? Or should we go into that territory? Or I don't think we should go anything yeah. political yet. Yeah, it's no our political. first episode, so let's not... Uh, yeah, no let's, political Let's shit. not have listeners right away I don't know yet. what you're saying, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Exactly. Hey, man, you, know, you listen. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So, um... All right, well, obviously, some people also know the story, but I guess I'll, since you guys had your whole little band thing and your bar thing, how I got started into uh, booking shows, mm. maybe... Why not? Sure, why not? It's pretty much an introduction of all of us. Um, like I was saying earlier, it's like my fingers don't move the way I'm, they're supposed to move in order to become a guitar player or whatever and dealing with people being in a band. So it all pretty much uh, happened kind of like by accident, I guess. Um, I work in a school in Bay Ridge and I was at the gym and long story short, I met Jeff at, up at the gym and then a couple weeks later... I saw this guy walking around with hardcore t-shirts. Who's this guy? Yeah, <laughs> I saw him. Him and, his, him and his sidekick over there. I'm like, oh, who are these two guys? <laughs> and, then one, and, then one night, and then one night, Jeff was there alone. I remember it. Jeff was there alone. And it was like a beautiful moment. We were in the locker room. Mm. Was, oh, God. I was Finally, I got this machine. guy alone. Yeah, and then really. he comes over and he introduces himself. He's like, hey, you look familiar. I'm Jeff. I own Lucky 13, blah, 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 blah. So then, you know, we started talking about, you know, it turns out that we know a lot of, a lot of the same people, this, that, and the other thing. So about a week or so later, Jeff asked me if I knew anybody that wanted to play a show because he wanted to do like some kind of hardcore Sundays at the bar. So I was like, oh, I don't know. I mean, I could reach out and you know see if anyone wants to play. I never booked a show before ever, mm-hmm. and then um, that was rolling around in my head. I was like, yeah, you know, I'll put together a show. And then it wasn't sh- it wasn't long after that there was I think a barbecue that was happening here at Lucky Thirteen, mm-hmm. and I saw John here, yeah. the guy to my right. And then I brought that up to him, and he gave me like a little pep talk. He's like, dude, you could do it. Blah blah blah. I'll help you. You know everybody. You know. So it was, it was like th- like those two things kind of was like, you know what. Why can't I do it? Mm-hmm. So I started, you know, reaching out to bands and people. And so Blast Furnace Productions did the first ever hardcore matinee here at the, the new location of Lucky 13. Um, and then after that show was over, maybe like like the next day, people were like, yo, so when's the next one? Mm-hmm. And I didn't even think there was going to be a next one. <laughs> I was like, I, um, I don't know. You know better than I do. Like, mm-hmm. So I started putting together the second one. And now I think next Saturday is going to be like my 16th or 17th 17th show or maybe even wow. 18th show here yeah, I did that. two over in Staten Island but I think a total is like 17 shows here and that's a little bit over a year yeah, yeah. not even two years yeah. not even yeah. two years mm. so yeah. yeah man it's been pretty good I mean I think pretty much all my shows were pretty pretty successful and, and who's playing here next Saturday mm. oh well alright well here we go good, good segue <laughs> good segue <right>. yeah <laughs> All right. Well, last last year I did. Um, I do. A lot of people say, "Oh, do you do anything but benefit shows?" Most of my shows are not benefit shows, but it seems like I do a lot of them, and which is I, good though because I think listen, I did about it's, eight it's, benefit it's, shows. It's totally. for a fucking good cause. You know yeah, what I mean? Why like, is a benefit show a bad thing? Yeah, I don't know, and I don't, I don't know. know why people give you like I don't, I don't, I don't understand I don't that either. I don't know why helping causes and people in need a bad thing. I don't. I don't get it. But Me neither. Whatever. Yeah. But last year I did. Um, I did a, a veterans benefit to benefit the Purple Heart Foundation. And they're legitimate, and they also have a local office right here at Fort Hamilton Army Base, so I could actually walk into a brick-and-mortar place and see these guys and present them with a check. So it's not like I'm mailing it or doing something right. online. I know exactly where it's going to. I'm writing it out to the specific people. Right. You know, So it's all legitimate. So last year was awesome. Murphy's Law had headlined that along with 13. There was 14 bands last year. So this year, which is going to be, hopefully you're hearing this before the show, um, it's going to be Saturday, February 25th here at Lucky 13. Um, the doors are, sorry, the door, the doors are at one o'clock. Jeff, yeah, somebody has to be here at one. Yeah. All right. All right. Because the first band is going on at two. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So who we have here from the bottom of the line up to the top, we have a band from New Hampshire called One Less Scumbag, which is an awesome name. One I love Le- that name. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and it's Sean. Sean, yes, that's yes. Sean Hutchins. Yeah. yeah, and as a matter of fact, I did a benefit show for him because yeah, unfortunately yeah. his his house burned down. Jesus, and so I put together a show for him to just to help out his wife and his kids. Mm-hmm. So one less scumbag from New Hampshire, wrist deep. They're like a metal. They're like a hardcore metal band here from Brooklyn. 
Sa- Silent Sequels Death, who plays several of my shows there from Jersey. Those guys are fucking great. Yeah, great guys. Silent Sequels and, Death. And, and they're young kids, too, and I like seeing them progress. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, every time I see them, they're getting better and better. It's awesome. They just recently got signed to Eulogy Records, and they're out, their new album, End Times, is coming out shortly. Um, after that, another band from Jersey, Choke Artist. Then Full Scale Riot from Jersey, who are also on Eulogy Records. Their new album, Empower, is out now, so you can go check that out. Um, my friend Joe Downlow's band, Downlow. Um, then there's a band called Dead by Wednesday. They're like a metal band. Uh, then, then label mates with Mr. Mike Scandato here um, on Irish Voodoo Records. There's a band called Concrete Playing. They're from Connecticut. Then um, Manipulate, one of, my new, one of my favorite new bands with uh, Ivan and Busky and those guys. One of my favorite bands. And one, of the guys, one of the guys from Manipulate was there last night, too. Uh, well, Paul in Black Anvil is in Manipulate as well. Correct. So, yeah, he's... he's Paul, that's what I saw. Yes. Paul Delaney. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so Manipulate's playing, which, which I'm, I'm really happy. Because I've been, I've been asking them to play my shows for over a year now. And the things would be happening. They were playing with, they played with Sick of It All's 30-year anniversary and stuff like that. So there was things going on with them. So I'm glad that they're actually stepping up and playing this. After that, there's a band from Albany called All for Revenge, which I actually did their CD artwork like 10 years ago for their first album. <laughs> Um, then Mike's band, The Last Stand, is oh, going on like after that. that. Go figure. Yes. <laughs> and, Fucking and, weird. And, we have a new record coming out soon. Yes, you do. And it's also on Irish Voodoo Records. Well, yes. Sir, what is the name of that EP? Uh, it's called This Is Real. Is it? Yes. Very this is cool. Real. Yep. Nice. Very, very uh, relevant to the times. I mean. Yes, absolutely. Yes. We can talk a, talk a bit about that. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we have... Um, Brick by Brick, also from Albany, with Mike Valenti yep. and Ray from Full Blown Chaos is on vocals, and those guys, great guys. Then uh, a, another Jersey band called The Banner, which I fucking love that band. Shout out to Joey yeah. Southside. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another band from Rhode Island, Reason to Fight, who've been around forever. They're going on right before Leeway. And Leeway's headlining. Um, it's only it's fifteen dollars advance tickets. You can go to the Blast Furnace Productions Facebook page, and there's a, there's a ticket link for that. Um, if not, it's twenty dollars at the door. Um, advance tickets are almost sold out. There's only a handful left. Um, I will be letting in as many people as I can at the door, but it's probably going to be kind of limited. So if you want to get here and you don't have an advance ticket, I would get here early. Get here early anyway and support all these bands. Like, mm. like for instance, this band One Less Scumbag, they're driving six and a half hours one way to play for free for 20 minutes for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. So, yeah, right? so, and so, so if you want to come back, you can come back. Yeah. So, so, so come and fucking support a show, man. <laughs> Occupy your local venue. How's that? <laughs> yeah. Old school. And, yes. and for a good cause. Yeah. And for a good cause. Every dime is going to the Purple Heart Foundation. They will be representatives of them here. Um, and you know it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great time. Last year was awesome. Oh, there's no brutal. nonsense. Yeah. There's great. no fighting. There's no assholes. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of people getting together, listening to bands, hanging out. If you drink, you drink. You know that's your thing. There'll be if there's any games on, there'll be a game on the TV. You have your go go girls if you're into that type of thing. Football's over. Football's, football's over. over. There's no games. There's actually yeah, no, no games right. Yeah, there's no games. Basketball, but no, who cares? So then, you'll hockey. Horror, then you'll have like terrible horror movies playing. Yes. Yeah, there you go. So you know what I mean. So it's it's a great vibe. There's, there's reentry. You can hang out outside. You come inside. You know, do your thing, and it's all for a good <laughs> cause. So once again, that's Saturday, February 25th, and doors are at one o'clock. First band goes on at two o'clock sharp, and there will be a schedule of bands that we will be keeping to because I cannot have leeway going on at three in the morning. So yeah, it's going to be run two o two o two is okay two a.m. Yeah. No, I, I <laughs> oh, I've seen the material. Yeah, I, okay. I think that leeway will go on anywhere between eleven thirty and midnight, the latest. Yeah, and that, that, that was that, right. yeah, that was perfect for when Murphy's Law played. They went on around eleven o'clock, and it was perfect. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, um, and that show that was fourteen bands, and Murphy's Law went on about twenty minutes after I had them scheduled too. So fourteen yeah, bands, that's, twenty minutes. That's fucking yeah, no, awesome. that's not bad at all. Yeah, so, it was good. That's fine. So yeah, so once again, that's Saturday, February twenty fifth. Go to Blast Furnace Productions Facebook page at Blast Furnace Productions and get yourself an events ticket. You could also follow that shit on uh, Instagram, on Twitter, on, on the Twitter, <laughs> the Twitter, Blast Furnace Productions on Twitter, but it's on at Blast Furnace NYC and on Instagram at Blast Furnace Productions. And you can go to the Facebook page and like this page, which is. Uh, at the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. The Brooklyn Blast Furnace. Yes, yes. that is the show because obviously we all know it's a podcast. Mm-hmm. 
So, <laughs> so you know, use your fingers and, you know, you're on there anyway. It's, your fucking phone's in your pocket. So just like the shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was a around. great rundown synopsis of the whole show. I that like was. It. That was good. Yeah. See? You mm-hmm. like that? Fucking natural. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm an ass. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, how, what, what time we got there? Uh, we're at like 40 minutes so far, so we okay. get a little, little, little more to. Uh, All right. You want you want to do a little run around the table, see what everybody's got going on, Mike? You want to talk about your sure, EP coming up? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, the last stand, the band I do with uh, Jimmy, Steve, and Dion from Shutdown. Uh, we have a new EP coming out um, sometime. I think it's either going to be late May, or early June, called "This Is Real." Uh, it's four new songs on the vinyl version, and then we have two covers that, that are going to be on the CD version. Awesome. As extra tracks. What covers? Uh, Gorilla Biscuits, uh, Hold Your Ground, and a song we recorded uh, uh, during the LP sessions, but we never released it. It's a cover of Youth of Today's Choose to Be. Wow. It was up digitally for a while, but it was never on CD or vinyl or anything. So Very that's cool. going to finally be out, like out, out. So, yeah. Oh, Big Mouth. I'm sorry, not Hold Your Ground from mm. Gorilla Biscuits. Yes. Jimmy corrected me. How you like yeah, that? that was good. Yeah, see, yeah. I know I'm this only, shit. I'm only in the band. What do I know? But, um, <laughs> yeah, so it's yeah. Big Mouth is the yeah, cover of Big Mouth the is the cover. Yeah, right. we recorded him uh, with uh, Jerry Farley, who did our, our album. Did a great job. The over Jerry at, uh, Farley. Another, yes, another Studios. amazing human being yeah. in the local community of musicians totally, and engineers. Man. And, Very and supportive. Super dude. Nice. Supportive of a lot of bands. Yeah. Uh, records a lot of bands. Um, known him for a long time. Good dude. And yeah, it's coming out on this label uh, based out in California called Irish Voodoo, who have primarily bands from California, but they have a few bands here uh, on the East Coast. Uh, Jimmy mentioned that band Concrete. Mm. They have another band, uh, uh, Meth Mouth, who are also from uh, upstate. I've heard of those guys. Yeah, yeah. So Meth Mouth. I Meth like Mouth. That yes, I know, right? <laughs> cool um, yeah, we're, we're excited about it, and uh, we're going to be playing a lot more in support of it so nice. right, cool. that should be fun we might even actually go to California so cool Fantastic. awesome that'll be fun Great. cool and um, aside from that uh, Inhuman my my 20 plus year monster uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna do some new music this year for the first time in 10 years wow that's nice. great. we haven't written great, a new song news. in 10 years that's awesome and the new songs are going to be, to be primarily written by me Music wow. and lyrics. Nice. Very cool. Because I actually wrote almost the whole first album, music and lyrics. Mm-hmm. And then I, as time went on, I kind of took a backseat because, you know, Joe was like my, you know, songwriting partner, so to speak. And he would write, you know, the brunt of the stuff. But I figure, you know, I have like a lot of ideas mm-hmm. and I, a lot of riffs in my head and I have like lyrics and I'm kind of like rearing and ready to go nice so, good that's great that's yeah. awesome uh, great it, it should be it should be interesting um, it's weird though for, to not have music for that long and then mm-hmm. you know it's okay, good though because then you, you get know? shit sure, built up sure. and it, it comes out you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah yeah it's a little weird though because you don't want it to suck yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. Don't want yeah. It to, of course not. you don't want it to be weak or to, or to not be right. cool but uh, the, the songs I have in mind are very like aggressive angry mm. songs good. so it's really interesting cool. because um there's, I keep like exp- going, going to, do sh- to show, going to play shows and, and hearing about musicians that have been away for pretty much 10 years mm-hmm. and had just gotten back and put something else out. And uh, you're, you're an example of that. We just, uh, Candiria just did a, an East Coast run with mm-hmm. Dialect. Mm-hmm. They were gone for a decade. Wow. They came back. They just put out another record. We just played with Zayo and, and Pepper. Yeah, they were gone, they were gone. Yeah. Zayo was gone for a long time. The thing is, we didn't break played. up. We, we, we just didn't write didn't any write new any material. Yeah, we right. would play shows and right. play just songs from and, the four and, albums. And you guys yeah, always had other stuff. All you guys were doing yeah, something else, thing. too. You know? um, yeah. Joe, Joe and Hank are, are in a band with Johnny Kelly and Kenny Hickey from Typo. Uh, Steve does other projects. I have the last name. So, Joe's and also in. Joe was Joe was an agnostic in front for a while. Joe, Joe and Steve were both in agnostic front. Yes, right. they so you know like, exactly. There's, there's so a lot of stuff going on. Everybody was always very busy. Yeah. Um, and now it's, the, it's look, man. It's about time and about y- using the time wisely sure. and and yeah. going for it now because might as well. You're not gonna. I don't want to wait any any much longer. What are you, you know waiting right? for anyway? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, like it's, it's like uh, if a great show comes your way. Play the fucking show, right? Yeah. I mean, if so, like you know, what I'm saying, if a right. good opportunity comes your way, do it. You yeah. know, oh sure. fuck yeah. Sure. yeah, and and that's kind of a little bit uh, about um, you know some of the ideas on the new last stand are about um, about urgency mm-hmm. and about you know 
like doing things now while you can. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I mean, not that everybody's super old, but everybody's getting older, you know? Older. Yeah. And a lot of the guys in, in The Last Stand, well, everyone but me is married with multiple children. Right. So these guys want to, you know, get out there and do shit while they can. Sure. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. And um, as far as other shit that I do, like I, I do the horror podcast mm-hmm. with my buddy Mike Hill of Tombs, one of my favorite bands in New York, mm-hmm. one of the, probably one of the, the best metal bands sure, in New York, sure. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been doing that for about two years. We do like every month, every other month, but uh, we're kind of, you know, picking up the pace this year. We have they're a new long episode. Podcast, so they're like yeah, two they're hours long. long. Well, they're about, about 90 minutes, sometimes a little more, because we do a weird format. We do three movies right. instead of one movie. Right. And, oh, um, I'm, I'm a frequent listener. Yes, thank yeah. you. I have subscribed. And, we, and I've learned that a lot of other podcasts that are horror podcasts don't even do what we do. They don't even actually talk about movies mm. but the way we do. So I think we're kind of unique in that way. Yeah, you guys but, break them down. And, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, other than that, I mean, I have a full-time job and, you know, it's I was, just, ups- I, I was upset that you guys were right about the Blair Rich project. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that was, wasn't, was not very good. No, it was fucking awful. No, it was pretty bad. Pretty it was bad. fucking awful. It's yeah, it was, it was like a bad copy of the first one. Yeah. Um, but music is, is like the most important thing sure, for me, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, even though like I, I love my job and what I do, like. My real passion is is getting out there and playing shows and yeah. recording music. Yeah, and obviously you guys can can relate. You know? Yeah, sure. it's like, that's another reason why I book shows. It's mm-hmm. like I know I, instead of what can I do. Obviously, I'm not in a band, so what can I do like to help out and support besides just going to a show sure. and buying a T-shirt sure. and paying the door? Right. What mm-hmm. can I do? So. I'd like to think that I've helped out some bands. Sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. So, And there's nothing in it for me. I don't make no money off of this. Everybody knows that there's no real money in hardcore, mm-hmm. especially for a promoter who books in a small venue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't do it for anything. I do and, it and, just to help out. I do it because I enjoy coming to shows too. Sure. Mm-hmm. And without my shows, there'd be a lot less shows that I would even go to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no real money in this, you know, and music anyways anymore. Nope. You know, as it is. I mean, as you know, Johnny, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's... it's it's pretty rough. I want to yeah. ask you, John. Yeah, sure. Since I mean, Kandiri had you know a period of inactivity, and now you guys are back. A new sure. record, mm-hmm. great record. Thank you. What is the landscape like on the road now, as opposed to say seven years ago, let you know ten years ago? Um, I don't think it looks very different from the uh, concert goers' perspective. Mm-hmm. I think it's very similar. Um, but, but your experience, like your my, personal, my, my personal mm-hmm. experience. Well, there's no money in music anymore. There's really mm-hmm. no value in it. Like mm-hmm. no one has. I was looking at so funny. I was looking at like some of the earnings from some of my side project records or some of the Candiria songs, and it's literally like like a stream on YouTube or or a stream on Spotify. It's like a tenth of a cent per stream. Yeah, I heard the money hundredth, you make from those services. A hundredth is of minimal. a cent. Oh, you know, I, some of the divisions were a hundredth of a cent. So mm. I got I got a question for you. So you okay. gotta play a hundred YouTube videos to make one penny. Wow. And that's if you're monetizing YouTube. It's insane. It's I, insane. I got a question for you, Johnny. Sure. So um I'm, I imagine you're registered with ASCAP and BMI and one those right? one CSAC. CSAC, yeah, yeah. that's who you're registered yeah. with. I have them coming after me right now. They're for, coming for, after you. They want money from me. For, you're playing a jukebox in here? No, the juke, I have a jukebox company, so they get money. You know, they deal with all those companies. Right, you know okay. what I mean? But I have them coming because we have live music. Ah. And they're like, well, I'm sure somebody plays a cover here once in a while. Mm. So, And I'm like, listen, you know. Really? Yeah. So That's they're fucking sure, bullshit. It's total bullshit. It so is, they're, they're coming after me right now. Like, And it's not like a total... It'll be about twenty five hundred dollars a year if I paid all the companies. You know what I mean? Like, right. which to me is still crazy. a lot of money. Money. It's it's money, money. How do they bullshit. know what is being played? So okay, so so they don't. So this is so what happens? They just it's an estimated guess. Right. So so they you know so they the the guy from ASCAP was actually in here last week, mm-hmm. and at first he wanted thirteen hundred bucks from me, right. and I'm like he's like that'll pay for you. This is, now there's three companies, three or four of them, CSEC and ASCAP. So there's three of them, and they all want money from me mm-hmm. so ASCAP the guy from ASCAP came in here and he and it, and it was like he wanted you know over a thousand dollars whatever it was and he's like uh and I was like listen man I'm registered with my jukebox company and besides that I have live music here 
98% of the time, there's no covers. It's original you know, music. It's yeah. all original music. Yeah. Right. And I don't take money from the bands. I, I was know. like, you know, there's the, the, the money at the door, the sound guy gets paid, and then the rest goes to the bands. You right. know what I mean? Right. So he's like, all right, you know. So then he fucking busts out his calculator and he works it all in. Now he's like, okay, so, you know, give me $400 for the year. What? And I'm like, and I want to be like, fuck it's, you, it's man. Like, it's like, just bullshit. We're it's trying bullshit to do a good thing for what bands. What happens when you, okay, but what is the penalty? What, is, what do they do if you don't so, pay them? So they they're go? saying they're going to come after us with legal oh my God. shit. You know what I mean? But like. And I'm still torn whether to fucking pay it or pay not. You know what I mean? Because I got to be honest. It a little bit because I would like to talk to. You have a lawyer? You know, I don't have a lawyer, mm, uh, which, I, you know, talk. maybe one of your guys yeah. might know. Yeah, I'd might, like to know talk to them about it. Because it's just, you know, listen, I'm, I'm sure the bands who play here are getting more money playing here than they are from ASCAP. Sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, playing their original stuff, totally you know, or, or um, so I, it's, and it fucking makes me crazy when they call me. And I, so then I, you know, I said to the guy I, from ASCAP, like, I was going to send him a check. And then I'm like. You know Hold what, man? I, I was like, you know what? I'm Hold not sending any. I said, shit. so I wrote to him. I said, do me a favor. I said, send me a list of the bands that you represent. Mm -hmm. And it's ASCAP. So he's like, well, I know we have Metallica and Megadeth. You know what I mean? Right. But, and I'm sure they have more. And he's like, you, so he sent me a link where if I just type in a band name, right. you know, and I didn't even go that far with it. I right. was just like, I would like to talk. I'm going to have to talk to a lawyer about it and sure. see like what. what that. Because yeah. there's, that there's a couple of bands that I can think of that I know play here that might bring some question. Yeah. You know? But it just seems insane to me that this guy's just like, like right off the cuff, he's just like estimating. Yeah, he's estimating. He has no idea. What yeah, where is that money going? And that's exactly. what I, and where I, does it go? It and I said to him, that's what I said to him too. I'm like, I'm like, dude, like, you know. And it was funny because they they hit me up right when we opened up over here, mm. like within the first three months. Wow. And like the first three months, dude, we were buried in bills, sure, and you sure. know what I mean. Like construction costs were still paying for. We're still sure. paying for everything, and it's still not over with. Sure. We're still paying shit off. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So it's like at the, when I, when the woman called me and she got me on the phone, I was fucking laying into her mm. i'm like fuck you mm. i'm like we open this up for bit for, for you know to support local music yeah, and support bands really. you it's know what i mean like, and you're coming after this me isn't yeah, Plaza. yeah exactly yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like, so i i'm just uh whatever man i just mm. get well uh, you know there's a couple of things that i right off the bat I, I would think if this did turn into something where they were they were really trying to come after you with like big money and try to get something out of you I think one of the first places I would reach out to is Music Cares for help. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, because, I mean, you know what I mean? There, there's all kinds of, you know, I mean, look how much you do for the music community. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I mean? And, you know, it's like, it's crazy to think that publishing companies could just hit you up out of the blue and just be like, well, give me a thousand dollars. Like, bullshit. When I, when I, in reality, I think the majority of, of the bands that play money. here, even the ones all with original music, might not even go through some of these companies. No, well, well, and that's it. You know, what's funny is we. So we've had a total. I, I think like four cover bands play here. Um, uh, Misfits, right? You guys did the Misfits one. Mm -hmm. We had uh, Carnivore. Mm -hmm. We had um, the guys did the Metallica set, right? That's and not schism. a lot. And, no, and the and the Motley Crew. No, Schism's never played here yet. No, they not. Yeah. No, they haven't played. It's really yet. not a lot in the scope of things. No, it's not. No, in, no, in, no, in, no. in two and a half years, no, it's not. Hmm. And, and 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 that's it. You know, if if I, I don't know, man. Like, and it just fucking makes me crazy. Yeah. And like, anytime they fucking call, mm -hmm. but I would like to be able to kind of come back out with them with the lawyer, and where I should sure. find out some sure. information I mean, about you know, it. If so. I can help in any way, if you if you know, just send me. You know, give me a call or send me a text yeah. message, and I'll reach out to maybe my managers would be able to help. All right, you know, cool, cool. Um, the things you you learn about having a club, people, you learn oh, something dude, interesting. You know what's yeah. funny too, man, is like some people don't get it either. Like, like, uh, listen, I'm surviving. I'm not getting fucking rich. You know what I mean? And like some, you know, and I'm doing this for my love of music, and it's great because I have a place and whatever I want. To, I'm playing here on Thursday night too, if anybody's around. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Eyes of the if sun. this is uploaded, yeah. you're listening to it if in time. You, yeah, by oh. Thursday, it's yeah. uh, Eyes yeah. of the Sun and uh, Gozu is headlining it. Eyes of the Sun, Pants Exploder, and Eat. Um, but uh, you know, uh, first of all, it's great having a place where I can play when I want to play. You know what sure. I mean? Like, sure. and but I did this for the love of music. You know, right. it right. wasn't. Um, it wasn't, you know, initially when we opened up the first Lucky 13, it was small. We couldn't, we had some bands there, but it was always tight. And it was always kind of fun because it was like, you know, playing your living room or whatever. Yeah. But we originally did this to get a space like this and support local music, you mm -hmm. know, because, you know, so many places are closing, like CB's is gone. Continental doesn't do music anymore. Yeah. Acme was gone. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So many places are closed. Like, where are like small bands, like, like, like. 
I try. I try. Like if if you're down to play. If you're like a hardcore band, if you're down to play, I mean, I don't give any guarantees as far as mon- you know money and shit like that. But I, I put bands on, you know, these little local bands. You that, give that bands would, a shot. You would, give them a yeah, shot. Would yeah, otherwise, would otherwise not be able to play anywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because you know, there's other places that you could play, but they, you're not getting asked to play certain things. No, and that's you know that's the that's the you know funny you're part not playing, about it. This is hardcore. I'm sorry. Like if yeah. you're like some little you know you're not. And you know, my, our goal is hopefully we can start making some good money at this, where I can open up another one of these in a city that fucking needs it. You know what well, I mean? And like, well, you know what? That comes that comes right back around to what we might be working on there uh, for uh, Labor Day weekend. If that takes <laughs> off, if that takes off, listen, I would love to quit my fucking job, and make money doing what, what hopefully I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. It's uh, you know, so it, you know, so whatever, man. It's got it's it's frustrating points. It's got some high points in it too. You know, doing this, you know, uh, walking through here and and fucking. You know, uh, there was, I forget, there was a show a couple of weeks ago that 45, who the fuck 45 was that? Adaptors. 45 Adaptors played here. I forget all the other bands that were on that show. Mm-hmm. But dude, it was f- like, that was the last, so about three weeks ago, I guess they played here. Yeah. And it was like, there's moments like that when the fucking crowd is awesome. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, I get, I get goosebumps yeah. Like, yeah. walking yeah. that show. show. Yeah, the shows. North American Way CJ Ramone show. That was awesome. There's, there's highlights. That's right, you played that too, Mike. That's right. You're everywhere, huh? Yeah, I'm everywhere. Yeah. It's like he's just always there. I gotta, hey man, I you know, this there's, there's some awesome highlights to this because I mean like you know when fucking Candiria played here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that was, was the first few months we had opened up. Last and Candiria year Murphy's fucking Law. Play, Murphy's Law. Yeah. The, um, was that the was that the one that was the barbecue when I when I worked to. Barbecue outside. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Human played that. Yeah. You played as well, right? Mike? Yeah. And human did. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's so funny because you know I wanted to pitch in somehow, so I came in here and I offered to cook some burgers and some hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. And it was cold. It was cold outside. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, yes, uh, it was February. It was February, yeah. but yeah. I was under that blue tent thing. The tarp. Yeah. The tarp. And um, I smelled <laughs> like burger meat forever three days <laughs> like a week, a week yeah. I, yeah. It, was, it was so disgusting it was a so disgusting mm, yeah because mm. because i'm like walking around and i'm just like people are like staring at me like you, you smell, smell like a fucking barbecue you yeah. smell like meat are you like do you work at burger king <laughs> no <laughs> that's what it, like. it was horrible but it was a great great night a great yeah. memory a really really cool memory yeah i got One very of, drunk at the end of that show oh yeah. i was yeah. i was really uh, drunk yeah it was, was a great such, night. A, such a fun time i must have flipped 150 burgers at least and i only i didn't only work that was that the, was that the All Out War barbecue? No, that that's was... That's what it was. It was All Out War. Oh, no, okay. The All Out War barbecue. That was August. It wasn't cold. That was it August. It was, it was, it was, it was the, August. The All Out War one was Last August. Last day I played that one. It was 150 degrees in here. That's not it, because the cold one... was Murphy's. You were both. You were both. You were both. I were both. I flipped burgers at the All Out War The cold one was last February. Almost a year to the date of this one. That was February 27th of last year. Right. Yeah. It was nice out pretty much all day, and then obviously it's winter time technically, so it got chilly afterwards. Yeah, but then you also were flipping burgers at the All Out World I was, barbecue. I was. Yeah, and that was bit. fucking hot as balls. Yeah, because yeah, that was my a hot other show. My that other, was my, my first ever technically sold out show here. Yeah, my other cook fucking pretty... passed out. Yeah, Murphy's Law <laughs> was it sold out. Of course it was. Well, I didn't do advanced tickets. Oh, for not it. for advanced tickets, right? But, but if, was, if you take a head you count, yes, yeah, Murphy's Law. Yeah, Murphy's Law. You could. Yeah, I don't even. What was I think the first show that we did advanced tickets for was the All Out World barbecue. Yeah, and every show after that, we've been putting advanced tickets up. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of that, real quick, um, just while we're on here, and then I guess we, we should wrap it up. Yeah, start winding down. Um, I just have one more show that I want to book, I'm, I'm, uh, that I want to promote, but I'll be mentioning it in the future also. Um, that band, Silent Sequels, Death Dead, is playing next Saturday. Um, my next show after that one that I put together is going to be Sunday, April 9th, and that's a Silent Sequels, Death record release show. And that's uh, a band called... The Baby Sandwiches is, is opening it up. Right. Baby Sandwiches? Awesome. Baby Sandwiches. Nice and tender. <laughs> <laughs> like veal. Veal sandwich. And then, whoa. And then uh, a band called None Above All. Then Enziguri from the Bronx. Then We All Die. Full Scale Riot once again. Then Apparition here from Brooklyn. And then Silence Equals Death is going to be headlining that. Mm. And that is going to be the last Blast Furnace production show that I am putting on until Labor Day weekend. Hmm. Because I cool. need time to sure. dot the I's and cross all the T's. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. 
So, uh, in closing, what do you guys think? Um, and well, we got, I'm actually Eyes of the Sun is opening up for Candiria March 16th yes. at the oh, Knitting Factory. Right. Awesome. Yeah, well come on down. That. Yes, I will be at that show. I already took the day off of work. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. That, that's going to be a fun night. Well, guys, yeah. thanks for having me as the first inaugural guest. Yes, on the yeah. first yeah. inaugural. Yeah, on the first ever episode, yeah. yes. we have our guest. Sure. Yeah. Thank you so much, man. No and we had a little cameo from little little Miss Alexa, but she's yeah. busy out there now. Yeah, making friends with Andrew. Yeah, watching movies. Watching yes. Andy movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, this was this was a lot of fun. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. I hope Good we get times. to do it again. Yeah. No, we'll definitely do it again. Maybe we'll, this next time we'll do it out in the backyard so the non-smokers here. Yeah. So I'm, we can <laughs> not die. The the next time, now I'm going to smell time, smoke for four days. Next right. time there'll be no smoking because well, it's not. It's a holiday. Uh, it's, when, it's a holiday. How long have you been so. a non-smoker, John? A uh, long time. Let me think. Like quite a while ago. Well, officially. I'm like I'm like a long time, twelve years. Oh, that long! But, oh, gosh. but I, I, it's funny because I quit smoking. I, I've quit smoking a long, long time. I'm like yeah. I don't know, like like four months or something like that. Mm. Doing, doing a great good. job. You're doing a great yeah, job. You're doing great. Doing great. <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I quit. Yeah. The cigarettes smell good, but twelve minutes. I, can't I got anymore. <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty awful. <laughs> All right, I guess we're wrapping it up. Yeah, man. So, yes. Uh, Thanks yeah, for so, listening, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, and um, I'm sure you know. Obviously, there's no direction to this, but. Uh, I'm sure eventually we'll wind up having like our little segments or whatnot. And so this was just pretty much like a test run and see if right. it fucking crashed and burned. And I think, you know, I think we did all right. Yeah. I think so too. Yes. Yeah. Good cool. job. Good job, everybody. Yeah. So thanks everybody who's listening to this right now. And uh, we'll be back at you soon. We'll talk to you next time. Later. Talk to you next time. We're over here now. Take it easy. <laughs>